Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey i got a radio show what a blessing this has been uh, just an unforeseen blessing man you, you you know you never know can i tell you the truth you know when i first got into radio a lot of my uh friends and associates uh they started spreading the rumor that you know steve done he out you know, he, he ain't on TV. He, you know, he ain't trying to do movies out here. He done fell off. He a DJ. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, word get back because eventually somebody going to say, yeah, so-and-so said you wasn't doing good. You all right? 
you know, I've never felt like I wasn't all right. But that's that's other people. But what they didn't know and what I didn't really, really know, I was hoping. I felt comfortable about it. But what they did not know was God's plan for me. What they did not know that what God was going to do for me. What they didn't know was how God was going to show out for me. And so it's turned into this. I don't, I don't rub it in anybody's face. I don't say, hey, you see me now. But it just makes me understand a little bit more. It really ain't man, it's God. It's you and God. It's, it's just you and God. So here's the deal today. I, want, I, I wanted to kind of go over something. People ask me all the time, they say, Steve, how do you do all the things you do in the course of a day? You do this, you do this, you do this, and you do this. Okay, are you ready? Here's the secret. Here's the secret. This is this. I'm not. This is not fooling around or nothing. Here is the thing. I care about every minute of the day. I actually allocate every minute of the day. I have a plan that I I'm, I recognize the night before, the week before, the month before the year before, the two year before. I got something I want to accomplish in three years, in five years, in 10 years. I talk about it all the time, but I but when you break it down, like I always say, inch by inch, anything's a cinch. I got it broken down to what's gonna happen tomorrow. And I've even got it broken down to what's going to happen every hour that I'm awake. And then I break that even down a little bit further. I care about every minute of the day. Okay, Steve, how can you care about every minute of the day? Okay, here's the deal. Some people have it locked in their mind that I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to work, and when I get off work, soon as I get off work, I'm going to go to happy hour, I'm going to stop by the bar, I'm going to go by the club, I'm going to go get a beer, I'm going to do one, I'm going to chill. Okay, now let me ask you something. If you are not where you want to be in life, why are you chilling all the time? Every day? Is that necessary? Is is is, is that going to get you where you want to be any faster or does it move you any closer? And the answer is just flat out no. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's say you have a trip that you're going to take. Let's say you're in New York and you want to go to California. I don't know exactly how many miles that is, two, 3,000 miles, something like that. Uh, I don't know how many days that I actually take you, but I think three days, four tops of steady driving, you know, rest, you know, where you got to. But you can be there in three days if you drive. Why would you have a goal to go to New York from New York to L.A., realizing how many miles it is? Somebody done told you. Because, see, whatever you're trying to be, somebody done been that before you. Now, if somebody told you how many miles it was to there, and why would you get off on all the rest stops? Why would you get off to have ice cream every time you see the ice cream? Why would you get off at the food center every time you saw food center? Why would you get off for gas every time you saw the gas sign? 
You don't need gas every time you see the gas sign. You ain't got to have an ice cream sign just because they put it out there. And you ain't got to stop at the fast food restaurant just because it's at the next exit, two exits down, and the billboard is attractive to you. If you're going somewhere, why don't you go ahead and get there? See, too many times, man, people want to stop at the rest area, enjoy the sights, look at the scenery. Now, I'm not saying you're not supposed to enjoy life as you go along, but if you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? See, you, you, you cannot, you cannot keep playing all the time and expect to see the results. You've got to get committed to what you want. Look, man, this life will be whatever you want to make it to be. You know, if you don't have nothing, you look around and you ain't got nothing. Hey, man, it really ain't nobody's fault now. But if you're not where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? Stop resting all the time. You don't need to chill every day. Be about your business, man. Have a sense of urgency about yourself, your future, your legacy, your children, the people that's responsible, the, the, uh, you know, the people you're responsible for. You got to develop a sense of urgency here. You just cannot, I repeat, you cannot just lollygag your way through life and then look up now you 40, 50, 60, and you ain't got nothing. And you're sitting up here going, wow, man. But look back at your life and all the years you toasted. I mean, you cooked some years doing nothing. Oh, man, how many times, man, have we done this to ourselves? Because I did it to me. We spent all of my, I spent all of my 30s making up for my 20s. I spent all, I spent 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. I spent all 10 of them years making up for my 20s. Dropping out of college, well not dropping out, flunking out of college, the failed uh, carpet cleaning business, the insurance failures, the, the restaurant, the, the, the carpet cleaning company, the, the, the stint at Ford, the stint at Lincoln Electric, General Electric. Oh, man, I was just beating myself up. Got to go to the club, Quarter Century Club, to open up down there on Cedar. Vail's Party Center was open. I had to be at all of them. I had to be at Spats. Had to be at Spats, man. I'm out here gambling, man, out of Thistledown Racetrack. I'm just out here just hopping and hustling, man, just blowing my 20s. I spent all my 30s making up for that. Man, if I only knew then what I know now, how many times you done said that? If you ain't where you, if, you, if you're not where you trying to get to, why don't you go on and get there? Stop stopping at all the rest areas. Stop stopping at all the gas stations. Don't no car burn that much gas where every time you see a gas station, you got to pull in. Come on, man. Put your head down. Bow your head and grind. Now, people say, well, what about sleep? Okay, let's, let's, let's quickly cover this right here. For people who care very deeply about sleep, you're not going to be successful. Sleep cannot mean more than being awake. When you sleep, man, well, what about your rest? Get your rest. I'm not saying you're not supposed to rest, but you ain't got to sleep eight hours a day. You ain't got to sleep 10 hours a day. 
You ain't got to be in bed at 10 and up at 8. You ain't got to do that, man. Your body don't need 10 hours sleep. Your body really don't need 8 hours sleep. Quiet as it's kept. Let me let me tell you the truth. If you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? You ain't going to get that sleep. I don't care what people tell you. Look, man, okay, you can talk to a bunch of non-successful people if you want to. They got a whole lot of rules for you that don't make no sense. You know, got to have a plan B. Who told you that? You know, you got to have eight to ten hours sleep. Okay, look at what they have. Now listen to them. If they have what you want to have, listen to them. If your boss is in the car that you want to follow your boss home one day, if he's in the car you've always dreamed of being in, if he pulls up at the house you've always dreamed of owning, then that's where you need to be. But guess what? He not going to hire you over him. He not going to let you have his job. So wouldn't you think that position available? But if that ain't the car you always dreamed of having, and that ain't the car, and that, excuse me, and that ain't the house you want to pull up in for the rest of your life, you got to move on, man. You got to get to where you're going. If you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? Stop resting and chilling, man, and con- concentrate on grinding. Quit caring about sleep so much. And just get yourself some rest and then get back up and get at it. That's how you get it, folks. If you got another way, please email me. SteveHarvey.com. The email bag is open. I'm I'm always interested in here. Another way where I could slow it down. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, okay, it's 18. It's 18 minutes after the hour. That's what time it is. Today is Monday. It's 18 minutes after the hour. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Woo. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. Alive and well, cooking with grease. <laughs> mm. that's, that's an old school saying. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Cooking with grease. The final four is set. Yeah, it is. Yeah, North man. Carolina still in it. South Carolina is to shock the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oregon is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. So is Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. UCLA is out. Yeah. (laughs) The ball boy's daddy need to be quiet. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. (laughs) You know, he's got some great kids, man. He's got some great kids. But the father, I understand the father being proud of his sons, but he's He's setting his boys up. Tough, man. Tough act to follow. He said his son is better than Steph Curry. Right now. I heard that. Jesus. <laughs> and Cat said he right wasn't there. better than the boy he was playing against the <laughs> other day. Oh, uh, uh, King, what's his name? Oh. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know, but I tell you what, it was uh, it's tough, man. Uh, but what we're talking about is the UCLA has a, a really great player, last name Ball. I can't think of his first name. Lonzo Ball. And he's got a couple of younger brothers who are in high school balling. And these boys is getting it, man. And their father's great father just shouldn't be in charge of their career. <laughs> he's saying. Too many of the wrong things. You're messing it up for him, actually. <laughs> because it's going to be hard for these kids to live up to this. He ain't even put his shoes on in the NBA. 
And then right yeah. after the loss, is this your last season? Yeah, yeah. You know, like he been telling everybody his son is one and done, one and done. I've heard this one and done comment by several people. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know parents of these boys that say, yeah, my son one and done. Okay. One and done, Shirley, you know what that means? That means, uh, yeah. Um, one one season and then after that they're done. They're they're gonna go on, move on to the pros or whatever. Shirley oh, Strawberry. Is that right? Oh, girl. Folks, put your hands <laughs> together for Shirley Strawberry. Shut up. I wasn't even listening. <laughs> I tuned out so long ago, but I heard my name. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So that's what the situation is. We're just talking about that this morning. But we can move on to other things more enlightening that uh, people share. Common ground for a Final Four set. I'm looking forward to it. North Carolina felt bad for Kentucky last night. I did. That was a great game, though. That was a good one. Balls balls, balling. March Madness is emotional, huh? It's so emotional. Yeah. Mm. Really? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it is, sure. (laughs) For a lot I don't feel people. a thing. <laughs> wow, nothing. I'm good. Shop <laughs> madness, huh? Shoes. <laughs> but it is emotional. <laughs> I saw that player, Steve, you're talking about from Kentucky. He was crying on social media. Uh, just talking about how much he loved his teammates. It was, it was really oh, that was uh, Fox. Was it Fox? Yeah, Fox. I think that's Fox. He gonna be good, but this boy out of Oregon, Dorsey. Mm-hmm. This boy right here, man. He pull up when he won't. It's gonna be a good final four. Yeah. yeah. When does it start? This weekend? Uh, yeah, sure. Saturday. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I think it ends on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always just Monday. go the weekend. Sure. Two games and then the third game will be the championship. Oh, okay, this is exciting. It I'm is, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. And thank you. I'm so happy to be included in your your little sports talk. This is great. It's better than the better than the bill not being passed. It's better than what? The, Okay. Yes. <laughs> Glad you brought that up, Tommy. Now we're talking. Man, they pulled that bill. I was like, I'm all the way up. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think what the Republicans are seeing, Obamacare has a lot of really good parts to it. Yeah. It really, really does. And yeah. they've all ran on this platform of replace and repeal Obamacare. Like, it's the worst thing out there. Well, the president said it was a disaster. Well, he said Obamacare was a disaster. Yeah, that's what I mean. He said Obamacare. What the disaster was, was the party (laughs) couldn't agree on how to replace it or repeal it. Because the moderate Republicans can't go back to their constituents and go, hey, y'all ain't got no more health care. We did it. (laughs) Because then they ass will be out of work. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And then the conservatives, the ultra conservatives, Republicans, didn't like it because they considered it Obama light. Obama light. Mm-hmm. That it was just too many things left in there from the original health care bill. 
But the things that's in there, man, you got to have them. Mm-hmm. Now, it I, needs I mean, a little fixing because some of the premiums have skyrocketed in certain states. Yeah. But yeah. all insurance rates go up every year. They do. Yes. <laughs> They're trying to act like that don't happen. But it was yeah. not a good thing for this administration not to get this bill through. Yeah, it's a blow to his presidency. It is. Mm-hmm. But that's all right, though, because pre-existing conditions are still covered. So I'm all, all right, the way Junior. Up. Come yeah, on now, come on, Junior. junior. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, that's Tommy, right. You can get in on this show. There's a pre-existing condition. You can get in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, that was uh, really good. And then, you know, uh, so now it just looks like they, they don't know what to do. They don't have a plan, but then it just goes to show you they didn't have a plan. They did. The they never had a plan. Years, replace it in the years. first place. Uh-uh. Yes. No. That wasn't they a plan. They just didn't like Obama. They just wanted That's, that's all, all it name. was, Shirley. Smear his it. name. That was it. And they spent the whole campaign saying that. But what was alarming was the amount of people that they were got at these rallies going, yeah, replace it and repeal it. What are y'all talking about? Do you understand what that does to t- Tens of millions of Americans. Well, so, uh, um, you ain't talked to him since all this happened. Say what? You ain't talked to Donald go. since all this happened. Here we go. Uh, uh, we'll leave no, it right I didn't there. Talk to him. Let me ask you something, man. Anybody called you about a damn? <laughs> we'll leave it right there <laughs> and come back with something funny. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up, the nephew and junior are at it again with right and wrong. Steve, you have to be the judge again. <laughs> Where do they get these things from? Girl, it's a constant beef. I don't know. I've been Tommy's been thinking. That's always. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Usually a situation. <laughs> You almost got into it, Steve. Yeah, I started. Okay. Here it is, man. No time for this ignorance. No, you don't. I'm trying to follow in your footsteps. Now, I call and talk to Junior about it. (laughs) I want you to stop right there. What? Stop. Okay, just hear me out. I told Junior that I'm thinking about writing a book. And I said, now, if I write, listen to me, if I write a book about failure, and it don't sell. Ain't that called success? <laughs> see? One more see, see, um, <laughs> if I write a book about failure uh, and it don't sell, oh ain't that success? <laughs> mm-hmm. See, whether it's sell or not, I win, huh? Because that's what the book is about. Wow. It's about <laughs> failure. <laughs> It has, either way, whether whether it sell or don't sell, I win. You, you feel me? Hmm. Okay. Now, am I right or wrong on this now? Uh, okay. See, let that marinate. You know what? I love him. I love him. I love I'm going to say it one more time. If I write a book about failure okay. and it don't sell, mm-hmm. I have succeeded. Mm-hmm. I win. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Listen to me, Boomerang. Uh, Tell me. No. Why are you calling me Boomerang? Mm-hmm. Because you, you, you just, there's so many ways y'all just connected. No. Um, just mm. deal with Tommy on this one. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. I was too through. I couldn't say nothing. The book. It's about, it's, go ahead, about okay. failure. It's about failure. So you want to teach people how to fail? I'm just saying if it doesn't fail, I'm asking I you win. a question. Well, what is the book about? Failure. Are you trying to teach people how to fail? I'm just letting them know. Examples of failure. Examples of failure. Letting them know about failure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, when you ever you take on a project, what is the motivation behind writing the book? You want what? people to know about failure to what? I just want people to know failing is okay. Mm-hmm. And if the book See, doesn't sell, he proves his point. And if the book point. don't sell, I, I win. <laughs> I succeed. <laughs> See, that's a bestseller within itself, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, if it stays on the shelf. You have to sell a, a number of books. You'll never make the bestseller list. Why you sound frustrated, but sti- Steve? But I still win. I still succeed. And you know why are you not happy? You for succeed me? in your failure is what you're saying. That, the whoa, you say something. Sure, see that? <laughs> see that? No. You don't correct. see that? No. Uh-uh. No. No. I don't see it. I sure don't see it. <laughs> and why is she laughing wow. so hard? Because this is so funny to me. Why are you mad? <laughs> this is your nephew. Oh, he should be embarrassed. But see, you upset family. about my success. Why? No. <laughs> he fails to see it, Tommy. Wow. Tune in tomorrow. We'll I'm going to have another one for you. <laughs> we'll be back with church complaints. That's coming up at 48 after the hour. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, uh, <laughs> we all recovered. Um, <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with the latest on the health care bill. This is definitely a blow to Trump's presidency. Uh, mm. Plus, the NCAA Final Four is set. Up next, it's Monday. You know what that means. Uh, church complaints on the way, okay? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Got to be real. My mother could cook that. We gathered as usual on this Monday, a blessed day. Yes, it is. To hear the complaints of an ungrateful congregation. I don't say that, man. A sheep that don't like being sheep. Ah, all right. When you ain't got qualifications to be the Mm. sheep. Mm, 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 mm. What is it now, Deacon? (laughs) Ah, Pastor, we have a situation. The uh, singles ministry went to hedonism in Jamaica. 
Uh, the toga party got out of uh, out of hand, Pastor Deacon Raphael Mason and Sister uh, Mosea Rollins. Uh, the sheets came off, and now uh, they want to be baptized again to purge their sins. Um, but uh, there's a couple members wanting them just thrown out of the church behind this mess. So we want you to step in and uh, take control. First of all, there will be no expels from this here congregation because all right. robes come off. Yeah. Had you not been in hell in the first place <laughs> with the doggone sheet on, nothing would have come off. How are we going to expel them two? Right. When all y'all was in hedonism. <laughs> hedonism is a Haitian word. It means hell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, huh? they told us <laughs> fell off, so I. That's all I say <laughs> about that, man. And I Sister Marzell is a large woman. Hers was not yeah. a toga. What? What yeah. do you mean? What she this? got hers from Dick's Sporting Goods. Hers was <laughs> actually <laughs> a tent for ten. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, here's another situation here. Uh, the ushers are complaining about Sister Benita Banks, who keeps her money in her bra, Pastor, and doing offering time. She reaches up there to get it, and the money is sweaty in the offering plate. You're going to have to talk to her. Uh, that's not going to happen either. Wet money spin like dry money. <laughs> Next question. All right. We continue to take the sweaty money. Uh, a fight broke out bingo night in the fellowship hall. The pot was $875 night. Uh, Sister Vadira Santee and Sister Martha Gidry hollered bingo at the same time. They mm. split the money. But Sister Martha pulled Sister... Uh, but Vadera's bingo card out of the trash and found out she was lying, and then the fight broke out. Uh-oh. Now, I don't know how you're going to get her the other half of this money, but she's not giving it back to the lady. Well, I have a fundraising idea for the building for you. Oh, what is that? This Sunday, right after service in the back parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. We taking house bets on who gonna win the fight. <laughs> now I'm gonna let them fight it out and the winner gets the cut. But the last time we had a fight between Brother Purnell and that new boy that had just come out of jail, mm. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney Porter whooped Deacon Purnell ass so bad. Oh. We won 3,200. <laughs> To those so I'm thinking of making a mud pit and had the women have mud wrestling. That's a shame. Oh man, Pastor, you're supposed to jump in and 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 settle this yeah. without violence. That's how you. I will to jump it. in if they ask me to. <laughs> Not in the mud. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. We on the mic. You're going too far. Yes. On these comments, that's off color, reflective of our society today.
<laughs> right. This is a church, you know. Uh, yes, it is. That's uh, what I mean. <laughs> oh, man. You're trying to fix it. <laughs> oh, boy. Deacon? Uh, well, there's a situation that's pointed toward you, Pastor. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, the congregation wants to know why is the door key to the church also the key to your car and your house all the same key? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and the uh, uh, brother Kirby, who was the groundskeeper, is uh, he's missing, and so is your car. But this is your fault because you have one key that fits everything, including the safe in the back. Obvious that we had blown through these complaints too quickly, and you had to make one up on the run. Uh, <laughs> that now, what you're not going to do is... Uh, uh, complain about my complaints. Now that's well, what you're I'm not trying to make something out this little lousy. So you have yet to written one damn complaint. So what you're not gonna do is complain about my complaints. We just down to Deacon Kirby now. Any other time it'd be Bartholomew Crenshaw Rayford. Now we just you don't worry about my complaints. You just answer the complaints is what you do. What car key you know over the church door? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time for Miss Ann to come in. Ladies Please and introduce her. Here, the lovely and talented Miss Ann Tripp. Miss Ann? Well. Okay. Technical difficulties, I think. Well. Mm. Well. Yeah, we're a little bit offline. There you are, Miss Ann. Good morning, good morning, and good Monday morning to everybody out there. Uh, After the Trump administration's embarrassing defeat Friday on the House's GOP health care bill, looks like the White House is about to try something different. Despite the fact that the Republicans are now in control of both houses of the Congress as well as the presidency, White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus on Fox News Sunday says the administration is disappointed over the way that the conservative Republicans refuse to support the bill. The fact that some of these members took that and decided not to move forward with it, I think is is a real shame. And I think the president's disappointed in a number of people that he thought were loyal to him that weren't. So now Priebus says the Trump is going to reach across political aisles. In other words, he's going to work with the Democrats if they work with him. What? Police in Cincinnati are still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Police in Come Cincinnati are still look- <laughs> The Democrats are promising not to be uh, as uh, recalcitrant, shall we say, as the Republicans were for eight years with, with Mr. Obama. With Obama. Mm, wow. Yeah, so we try. They say they won't be that like that. Uh, they want to really govern. Uh, police in Cincinnati still looking for suspects in an early morning uh, shooting Sunday morning in a nightclub there that left one person dead and 15 yes. others wounded. Police uh, Chief mm-hmm. Elliot Isaac says it looks like the trouble started earlier in the day and kind of escalated at night. Several local men got into some type of a dispute inside the bar and it escalated into shots being fired. Uh, from several individuals. Now, police have not made any arrests. They're asking anybody with information to come forward. Both the ATF and the FBI are assisting in the investigation. This one went over Friday and was really viral, very important, and there's something new on it now. Police in the Maryland, D.C. area now saying that the recent social media posts that went viral about all those missing black girls mm-hmm. is uh, somewhat misleading, according to the D.C. commander, Chanel Dickerson. She says there has not been an increase in missing teens, but rather more reporting on missing people on Twitter. She says the girls featured in the post have disappeared over a period of years, not recently, and that many have been found. And Commander Dickinson also says that some of the missing left home voluntarily. 
She adds that while one missing child is too many, that 95% of their missing persons cases have been solved. So, you know, I heard she the says, same really? thing. Mm-hmm. I really did. I mm. spoke to someone. Well, mm-hmm. I had a representative speak to someone in the D.C. Department to get mm-hmm. more information on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they told me the exact same thing. They said, just have yeah. Mr. Carvey be careful. A lot of this mm-hmm. is social media, but mm-hmm. we will give him the facts on Monday. But we had yeah. to take well, we, notice. Yeah, We had to yeah. because, you know, it was mm-hmm. out there for a while and a lot of the media right. were hesitant to report on it because they said mm-hmm. it might be fake news. And then right. finally some of the majors went with it and that's when I said, okay, we've got to go with it. And I'm glad that, right. the, that the officer spoke up and, you know, kind of set the record straight. Again, oh, no, one missing child is too to many, nevertheless. It. Yes, no, absolutely. No, no, no. I'm saying you really needed mm-hmm. to report it because the way it was being put out there, it was making it look like, wow, they brushed it was this scary. under the rug, but that wasn't Exactly. Scary. It was exactly. very scary. Very yeah. scary. Because you can't have, no one allows that many kids to be missing right. and can brush it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, But it's happened in Atlanta. The Kachal murders, you know, so we, we, we're mm-hmm. the black community is mm-hmm. kind of raw on this and kind of sensitive to this kind of issue. And, you know, right. rightly so. OK, now just uh, switching a little bit, a South Carolina man who police say wrapped electrical tape around his dog's muzzle to stop him from oh. barking. He's been sentenced oh. to five years in prison. He wrapped the dog's face so tightly that he turned off. He got he turned, got rid of the blood flow in his dog's tongue. He was in a critical condition when he wandered away and was found. Took vets 36 hours to get the electrical tape off. This man, William Dotson, is sentenced to five years in prison. The judge says he wishes he'd give him more. That's like a disgusting thing to do. Disgusting. To do five years? Five years, yeah. hours to get the tape off. Just because it was electrical tape, and he wrapped it around so tightly that his tongue, Steve, was sticking out of his mouth, the poor dog, and it it cut off the blood flow to the tongue. Needless Mm. to say, he couldn't drink or eat or anything. And it is it's just it was just this I'm so glad they found this it's dog. Crazy. What a mean thing to do, you know, really. I mean, you know, I love really animals. Foul. Very cruel. Cruel. That's yeah, somebody need to wrap some electrical tape never mind around him. Anyway, okay. Yeah. That's what dogs do. Yeah. Yeah. I be dead. I can't stand oh. trifling people. Me neither. And I don't like somebody people needs who to abuse. wrap tape around his damn mouth. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I couldn't say, but that's what I'm thinking. Okay, I, hey. I probably shouldn't have said it. They're going to eat my face. He's going to be on no. the internet. Yeah, you can say it. I can't say it. He kills another man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh, guess I'm what? So Tops at the. Of these. Go ahead, Miss Ann. I'm sorry. Let's go to get this wrapped this up real quick, everybody. Tops at the box office this weekend was Beauty and the Beast. Show me the girl. In just two weeks, Beauty and the Beast has brought in, are you sitting down, 88 million dollars so it has made 317 million dollars in just two weeks weeks. so my idea is that the steve harvey morning show including me and clay we should all get down make a film and make some money and the oscar goes to it should be called think like a man (laughs) act like a fantasy character thank you very much thank you very much okay (laughs) now in the the ncaa <laughs> in the NCAA Final Four, the Final Four: Gonzaga, South Carolina, North Carolina, Oregon. They go to the final dance. Who do you have a favorite, Miss Ann? I'm I'm a Tar Heel, so you know I'm okay, going with North cool. Carolina. Cool. I'm a Tar Heel me too. Going with the Tar Heels. The boy from Oregon might surprise some people because if they get hot, oh, them boys is fire out there at Oregon. I want to okay. see South Carolina do it. Oh really? Oh, yeah, they've never been right. 
Right. No, nah, this state first time. Yeah. I ain't mad first at South time Carolina. Anybody's held anything in this state. I like South mm-hmm. Carolina and North Carolina, but mm-hmm. Gonzaga, nice. Well, way to get there, Gonzaga. But y'all can go and sit y'all ass down somewhere. Anybody <laughs> 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 playing Gonzaga? I ain't even be pulling for nobody. I can't pronounce names. It's good. <laughs> If I can't spell your school, that's your criteria. That's yeah, it. I can't spell the name of your school. I can't really support that. So you can't cheer for them. You can't. Run I can't them support off. that. Oh, it's not. You know. So well, do you think this? And I'm out. <laughs> do you think this UCLA kid? You think he gonna get drafted? Yeah. Oh yeah, he gonna get drafted. He gonna yeah. get. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it ain't gonna go like he think. Like his dad is putting it out there. Well, his dad is something else, man. Uh-huh. But see, his jumper, it's uh, its really weird, though, his jumper. His form. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Very few NBA players that made a living with that jumper coming off that shoulder like that. That's just me. I'm finna look him up right now. What's his name? Ball? Mm-hmm. LeVar Ball. Isn't it LeVar? But he's supposed to be better than Carrie? I love (laughs) According to his dad, everybody (laughs) thinks their kids are the best ever. (laughs) Hey, listen, the butterfly. LeBron, too, though. Didn't the dad say something about LeBron? Better than LeBron. Okay, uh, the butterfly's waiting in the wings with the butterfly blog. We'll be back at 18 after. It ain't going to be good. You're listening (laughs) to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, he's here, the butterfly, waiting in the wings with his butterfly oh, blog. God, man, coming has up. this been a mess of late? Oh, yeah. Butterfly, has this butterfly oatmeal, been, oatmeal. It's but, been a yeah. disaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going through. Good morning, Monday morning to everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr., good morning to all of you all. Hey, butterfly. Oh, flutter, flutter. Yeah. What's going on, Eugene? What's happening? Trying to have a very good attitude this morning since people think I don't have a good attitude. Um, the blog this morning is Leggings on the Plane. Leggings on the Plane. Um, oh, like snakes. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to be wearing leggings probably throughout the rest of the year. Fourth of July, I'll have on some red, white, and blue leggings. They better not put me off not playing. Um, St. Patrick's Day, I had on some green leggings. You know, Easter is coming around. So you'll see me in pastel colors um, wearing <laughs> leggings because I wear leggings all the time. And it's something you, that you I t- like to do. So th- but what's wrong? Like you're talking about the story, United Airlines story on Sunday when they yes. um, don't nobody yes. talking about two young girls. You should to be, be able to blog. <laughs> but no, this Shirley, is a, this Shirley, is I'm trying story. to be nice. Yeah. I'm trying to be nice, and he's he's already coming at me. You you already hear it, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, dog, where the real is cause cause nobody don't get kept by no damn leggings on the real dog. <laughs> Oh, Bill just kept it 100. <laughs> it's my blog that we're discussing. No, no. People wear socks, though. Socks. Socks. It is on the news. Draws, I'm just telling t-shirt, you. It's a new story. Uh, all right, I'm just trying to go, 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 go ahead with your leggings, So though. what's the story, though, Shirley? You can't wear leggings on the plane no more? No, no, no. Two teen girls were barred from a United uh, Airlines flight because they had on leggings, but they were flying on a buddy pass. And, you know, on the buddy pass, you have to dress appropriately. So that's what it was um you, you know you can't just wear leggings or something like that you have to dress up kind of and i you know? think leggings should nice. be acceptable 
You should be able mm-hmm. to wear your leggings wherever you want to wear, because I wear mine. And I don't want nobody tripping about my leggings. So it is leggings on the plane. You should be able to wear your leggings. And I think today is going to be leggings day. What's the game? <laughs> Who like this right here? No, I don't. I'm out. I'm just asking, anybody amused by this particular topic? Anybody? It's just a news story, it's and story. he's highlighting it. Yeah, he's highlighting it, you know? I hey, sure, all this was trending, got all that right there. Uh-huh. But don't no man <laughs> want to sit here talking about no damn leggings. Man. Uh-huh. Well, well. Leggings. Go ahead. Leggings on go the. Ahead, butterfly. Uh, I'm not going to be able to continue to work under these conditions. So, <laughs> Go on, Butterfly. I'm with you. It's a news story. It's a very good news story. Leggings on the plane. So be feel free to go out and wear your leggings today. It's a beautiful thing to do. Not okay, if you're on the buddy that. pass, though. <laughs> yeah, you have to hey, look at you. Everybody up. Feel free to put on some socks and some shoes and carry your ass to work. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Everybody doing. Ain't nobody getting up this morning uh, putting on no leggings, going to work. Who you seen at work with some leggings? A lot of people. I have some on right now. Right now? What you tripping? Yeah. No, man. They're camouflaged. Don't nobody know nothing about your leggings because you keep it to yourself, right? <laughs> right around. You wearing well, yeah, but at some point, you all are gonna have to make a decision on who you want in this segment. It cannot continue to be people jumping in like this. You have to make a decision, and so we're gonna have a vote tomorrow on who you want. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, (laughs) here we are. Okay, coming up, uh, we got some trending stuff going on. Uh, we'll talk about uh, what Snoop Dogg Mm -hmm. is up to, the age you peak. You know, doing certain things like finding a marriage partner, like playing chess, things like that. We'll talk about that. And uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh huh. It is interesting. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. Tell you about that. You'll be interested in that, Steve. Coming up. Legends. Uh huh. Okay. These are the things that are trending right now. Snoop Dogg will induct Tupac Shakur into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's going down next month. This is according to Rolling Stone. There will also be a tribute to uh, Pac. While Snoop is the only confirmed name so far, it's been reported that Dr. Dre was also asked to participate. The induction takes place on April 7th at Brooklyn's Barclays Center. An edited version will air on HBO. There you go. All right. Just we'll just keep it moving. Then the this is the age you peak. Make it known though. <laughs> what? I ain't never said nothing anyway. about Snoop. Me and Snoop boys. Okay. I just wish somebody would tell that truth. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Me and Snoop is dudes, man. Okay, now this next story, Steve, you said uh, this was interesting. It says, according to scientists, here's a rundown of the ages you peak at certain things. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you want to learn a new language, the peak age for that is anybody? Uh, seven. 20, uh, yeah, seven. Kids. Seven. seven. <laughs> yes. You peak no. at seven. Seven. To learn a new language, that's when yeah, you peak. I guess. So. Uh huh. Brain processing power. So I can't learn a new language now? You can. You can. can. It'll just be a little harder. You just don't know a few words. (laughs) 
Brain processing right power. You be trying to learn sickle cell in Spanish. Oh, okay. Seriously. <laughs> you can see it right there. Mm. You're seven, you don't have it. Go ahead, Shirley. Brain processing power, age 18. Attractiveness. Brain processing? And... That's not true. Well, okay, keep going. I'm going to keep I going. Disagree with that. Attractiveness and life satisfaction. Attractiveness. When are you at your finest? Uh-huh. And life satisfaction. 26, 27. Close. It's 23. Close. Finding a partner what? for marriage. 30. 26. 26. Tommy, this is specific. 26. I have failed twice. Oh, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is, me too, Steve. I must have an advanced life. <laughs> this is specifically. 26. I just got in and wanted out. <laughs> <laughs> specifically for you, Tommy, running a marathon. You peak at what age? <gasps> Way long time ago. His ass should have been stopped. 30. 28. 30. 28. 28. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing chess. Age 31, remembering faces, age 32, vocabulary, I love this one, age 71. And Steve, I think this is what you were talking about psychological well being, age 82, that's when you peak. Yeah, that's what, about age two when you don't give a damn. Uh huh. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, All right, coming up after the top of the hour, the strawberry letter. Huh? Shirley, I'm interrupting yes. this regularly scheduled show to throw in some real, real mess. Okay, come on. We love Tommy, mess. Tommy, I have a question for you. Go ahead. How much money do you make a year? <laughs> Play the song, uh, Cat Dog. I'm not finna sit here and go through this foolishness. Uh, what? Can't play you the song. to go you know. through no foolishness. No. Nah. Prank call coming up. Got one for Ain't you. Ain't the same one writing a book on failure? <laughs> New landlord. <laughs> That's the prank call. And the strawberry letter. My stepbrother and I have a situation. Tommy, how much you make a year, dog? 250000 Oh, he laughed. Oh, he laughed. He It's hard to tell who's wrong or right. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, uh, Marcus Yeah, to see who's this. Uh, my name is Jason How you doing? My, what's happening? Listen, um, I'm trying to figure out if you guys are going to be out of the house by Sunday. Um, oh, not the house. What the hell you mean, out of the house? Uh, well, let, me, let me get a clarification. Are you guys at um, West Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you, you guys haven't started packing up or anything like that? Dude, who are you? Uh, okay. Uh, are you? How the hell did you get my number? Uh, I got it from Mr. Vernon. Are you, are you familiar with Mr. Vernon? Yeah, that's my landlord. Okay. Uh, Mr. Vernon hasn't, um, hasn't made contact with you, Marcus? No, I didn't talk to Mr. Vernon since I last gave him my payment. Wow. And who are you again? My name is Jason I actually... Um, who, are you, who are you to Mr. Vernon? Well, I actually bought the property from Mr. Vernon six weeks ago. Six weeks ago? Yeah, I actually oh, own. No. I actually own the house now. I, I'm, I'm. It was my assumption that you and Mr. had already hold talked. On. No, hold. Cause we, I, I made my last payment less than six weeks ago. And you own this house? I actually I'm own that house. Mr. I'm sorry. I'm renting this from Mr. I gave him my payment less than six weeks ago. So you're saying he got my money and you own the house? Man, what's up with that? Well, yeah, I actually do. I guess you know he's. Um, he actually told me that 
you guys would have been out by now. And like I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm looking for everybody to be out by Sunday. Are you guys gonna be able to get out of there by Dude, Sunday? Hold on. First of all, I still got two more years on my lease at this house. You tell me you want me out by Sunday? Well, Saturday if you could actually do it. Dude, come on. You want me out of here on Sunday? Well, What's your damn mind? I actually have some tenants that are going to be moving in on Monday. What I'm trying to do is actually get in there and get you guys out, get the place cleaned up so the tenants can move in and actually start unpacking all their things. They're wanting to move in on Monday. Hey, listen here, man. Me and my family, we ain't moving no anywhere, all right? I don't know what the hell you got to do, who the hell you got to talk to, but you better go and fix that because I wish would come over here and try to tell me I got to get the hell up out this house. Okay, sir, are you understanding is like I'm telling you I'm the, I'm the owner of this house now? I don't give a d I gave my money to Mr. Vernon. You better call him, call somebody, take it to fix the because we ain't moving no place. Sir, I'm going to need you out. We ain't moving no Did you understand? I need you out by Sunday, sir. Now, this is my house, and you're actually arguing with me about my property. You ain't listening to me, man. You ain't listening to me. We ain't moving. I still got two more years on my lease. Dude, my last payment, I paid that two months in advance, man. I ain't moving no damn Let me get you to understand something. Mind, it, is, it was it was dude, Mr. Uh, responsibility dude, to let you know what I own the home. Come on, dog, you tripping? No, call me with this about. I would come bring bring your over here if you want to. All right, sir. Come I over will, here if you I want will be to. there on Sunday. Now, if you're not moving out, I'll have to move you. We, like I, I ain't moving nowhere. Sir, bring your over here if you want to. Dog. I'm not gonna sit and go back and forth with you. I want you out of my house by Sunday. I ain't moving. No, bring your monkey over here right now. We can start this right now. I need you out of my. Are you? You're arguing with me about my property, sir. Are you listening? I'm paying for this. I'm paying on this right now. I ain't moving nowhere. You hear me? I me and my family, my kids, we're going to stay right here for another two years so I can get them a better place. All right, you hear me? Sir, hear I me? got tenants that will be pulling up. I don't give a Bring whoever you want to bring. I got some weight on y'all. Come on in. I ain't received no notice. I ain't got no phone call from nobody else. I'm, I got, I'm listening to you talking to Mr. If he called me, he the one who got my money. Mr. No picture now. No phone call, no email, no text message, no what the Mr. I own the property now. my family, we're going to be here for another two years. You hear me? You're not going to be there another two years. I get them into a better place. You're going to be out of there. Come on, my family. If I just there, though. Bring your over here if you want to. Are you listening to me? You're going to be all going to say, even if I have to come in and trying to hear. You got to take care of this on your own. You ain't moving me and my family out this house. Are you are you listening to me, sir? What the you got to say? You saying something different now? I'm telling you, if you're not out by Sunday, then I'm coming to move your stuff out by Sunday. You ain't moving. Bring your over here if you want to. I wish it would. you. Excuse me? You. I got something else I need to tell you. Are you listening? What the? What the? I, are you listening to me? What? Say something. I want to tell you this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Malik, your son got what me to prank phone call you. Come on, man. <laughs> are you playing? Are you serious? Come on, dog. <laughs> y'all, see y'all on that other stuff, man. I'm gonna kick that little man. Yeah. Y'all got me, dog. Oh, man, I got you, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm going to let my blood pressure calm down. He I'll told me right. he told me y'all listen to the show on the way uh, on the way to dropping the kids off at school in the morning. Every morning, dog. Oh, man. Uh, all I know was uh, you wasn't getting out that house come Sunday, was you? 
Dude, hell no. Nah. <laughs> we ain't moving nowhere. Oh, man. man. I'm already trying to save up, trying to get them a better spot. Hey, man, keep pushing, brother. I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it okay. stupid enough for you. All right. Huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Do I yeah. answer your question. Enough. Let me down. That's what I'm talking <laughs> right, about, Steve. baby. <laughs> stupid continues... At the Township Auditorium, Columbia, South Carolina, it is Southern Fried Comedy. It's going down this Saturday night, April Fools, and the Fools will be in town. That's the Township Auditorium, Columbia, South Carolina. That's me, that's Junior, and all our boys out of H-Town. Get your tickets. They on sale right now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's that time. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my stepbrother and I have a situation. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am 24 years old and I have a huge dilemma. My stepbrother and I have been very close since high school when he first asked me for help with a certain situation. He had girlfriends and various other partners at the time, but he asked me. I was shocked but honored because he was the star athlete and very handsome. I ended up helping him out. That little phrase is in quotations, helping him out almost three times a week with his situation. It was something about being with someone that all the girls wanted that allowed me to continue. Once his mom and my dad got divorced, he ended up moving five hours away. I used to visit him during the summer, and we continued our situation when I would visit. A few years passed, and we have always remained cool outside of sex because he was like a brother to me. Now he has a wife and two sons, and he only lives two hours away from me. He always insists that I come for a visit. I don't want to be disrespectful because I know his wife and have met his sons. When we talk, he is practically begging me to come and visit him. He has even talked about moving me closer to him and said that he would help with my moving expenses. I don't want to be a homewrecker, so how do I tell him no without losing a brother? Please help. P.S. I'm a male as well. Okay, you have to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, Steve. You need me to read something over? I don't want to be a homewrecker, so how do I tell him no without losing a brother? Please help. P.S. I'm a male as well. So, you you have to do the right thing in this situation. You, you can't go. You have to do the right thing. If you feel you're going to be disrespectful, if you feel you're going to be a homewrecker, uh, like you say in the letter, then you definitely don't need to go. I mean, you go... Uh, you guys haven't seen each other for a while. You'll fall back into the same situation, and that's what you don't want because you say you don't want to wreck their marriage. Tell him, though. You have to tell him why. You have to tell him that you've met his wife. Just like you say in the letter, you've met his children. You feel differently now. So it can't be the same with you, and you feel it would be inappropriate. Uh, tell him you guys will always be brothers. 
your parents may have divorced, but you guys aren't divorced. You'll you'll always be brothers. I mean, even though your parents are divorced and no longer are together. But you have to tell him the truth. I mean, you can't let him keep putting himself out there and begging you to come and, you know, and you're saying no, but not telling him why. So tell him why and explain to him. All right, Steve? Um, after um, watching, she doesn't CNN. want to break up the the marriage. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the confirmation hearings. I want to recuse myself from this letter <laughs> because, see, Shirley, I can't do this letter without the last line. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be a home wrecker, so mm-hmm. how do I tell him no without losing a brother? Right. Well, first <laughs> of all, y'all more than brothers. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're lovers. Because y'all having sex. Huh. Then you're going to at the end try to trick me and go, P.S. I'm a male as well. <laughs> Right. Well, well, hell, it's where I got to get off this train. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're asking me now, come on now, to comment without the ability to really comment. <laughs> See, we live in a politically correct society today. Yes, we Where do. everything everybody else do, everybody else got to like it or else you come under scrutiny. You're not fitting to mess my radio show up <laughs> and kill my career on little big shots. You're not taking that from me with this little funky behind letter trying to draw me into a controversial situation and get me to say something stupid. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. Well, thank you for that. (laughs) No, I ain't through, though. Uh, My letter is about the letter, about why you write me the letter. Oh, Oh, your letter is a letter about the letter and the letter. Yeah, see, this this letter right here, tricky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trying to draw me in. Mm -hmm. Now, y'all brothers, for real, though. Stepbrothers. Nuh-uh, y'all brothers, stepbrothers, (laughs) and brothers. So we just huh? brothers on brothers now. First of all, you violated a family code. That's the yeah. first thing you did yep. wrong. You violated family code. You ain't supposed to sleep with your stepbrother. No. I mean, you're, you're right. right. You're right. You're, you're right not. about that. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, don't try to trick me at the end of the letter. With this new piece of information, you decide you're going to throw this at the end of the damn letter. Oh, you tiptoeing right now. Yes, Lord, I'm tippy-toeing. I'm tiny Tim. You tiptoeing around. Oh, because you trying to get me. I'd have been on the internet this year enough for everybody. Yes, you have. What I have to do is get on it again over this damn letter. 
Please you don't be another meme or a sound oh, bite this now, year. Me personally, I don't give a damn who you sleep with. <laughs> you write this letter, you and your mama had a little something, something going on. It ain't my damn business. <laughs> That's what you had like with that. it. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't give a damn who you sleep with. Oh Teddy, Freddy, Jerome, homie, whatever. Do you and be happy doing you. Don't write us. Oh, man. Good and hell well, you don't need to see this boy no more. Mm-mm. He married, got a wife and two sons. You know wow. what's going to happen if you do. Talk about moving you closer. <laughs> Wish I would. Now, you what I'm trying it, to do now is get out this letter. You can do it, Steve. I have yeah, faith. Yeah, but, you. You but when we it. come back, you got to answer on the back end again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be back. My now, stepbrother and I have a situation. <laughs> That's the subject. We'll be back at 18 after. With part You're two. listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Uh, this letter is called... Uh, the subject, my stepbrother and I have a situation. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up right after this. All right, Steve, here we are with this letter. The subject, my stepbrother and I have a situation. 24-year-old, um, as we found out, uh, wrote this letter. Uh, he has He's in a huge dilemma. His He and his stepbrother have been very close since high school. Um it's a male. Uh, he was having sex with his stepbrother. The reason they got to be stepbrothers is because their parents married. Uh, his mom married his dad. And um, <sighs> so that was the situation. So they had been in an intimate relationship for uh, quite a while. Then one of the stepbrothers moved away, got married, and had children. And now he's calling on his other stepbrother to um, come and visit him. So that's the dilemma. The The one who wrote the letter wants to know what should he do. He doesn't want to be a homewrecker. He doesn't want to be disrespectful. How do we tell? How does he tell him no without losing a brother? He wants our help. And he didn't tell us he was a male until the very last line. He P.S. Which is it. a trick. I'm a male as well. Trying to <laughs> deceive me and cast me into the light of political incorrectness. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to allow you to do it. You wrong for what you're doing to this boy and his marriage. Y'all can do whatever you want to do. But once you drag a marriage and some kids in it, you got to have a new set of rules. You obviously not sure. I mean, sure. Okay. Now... <laughs> You obviously not show. Okay, I just that was for me. That was for me. Steve. I, I, you don't do this, Shirley. That was just for me. Now this letter is already it. taxing on me. Because <laughs> they're trying to get me in this conversation another way, but I'm not going to do you. it. <laughs> Everybody's trick. equal and all the same under God's eyes. Amen. So mm-hmm. therefore, the letter is what it is. The fact that you a male normally would throw me into something, but it ain't. (laughs) Not going to let you do it. And you know why I'm not going to let you do it? 
Because y'all ain't putting me on the internet about nothing else <laughs> with your lying ass on the internet. I'm so sick of y'all stank, bottom-feeding, troll-mongering people that ain't got nothing better to do than to try to bring somebody down. Where's the uplift? That's not the way to fix this. This is about this. you now? What about you? What, what? Hell yeah, it's about me. This is what it sound like. Yes. Trying to trick me. It's deception amongst us. We we are the greatest dividers of ourselves because let me ask you a question. Who even put this letter in front of me? What traitor did that? You mad at the letter? Yeah, the letter itself was a trap to further bring me down. Oh, boy. This whole letter is a plot oh, by the black man to bring the other black man down, and I'm not going to do it. It's a conspiracy, okay. Tommy. This is the spot yeah, of conspiracy <laughs> by a fellow brother. Right. Trying to bring another brother down, doing the work of the devil. Doing the work of uh, the devil. Bottom line, don't go. Yeah. This is called flipping the script. Majorly. And I done yeah. flipped it so you yes, don't you flip me. Out of now, it. Now, in this letter flipping each other, but you won't be flipping me. <laughs> All right. We'll flip talk about brothers. some flip more brothers. trending topics when we come back. Uh, Dave flip, Chappelle flip. and Chris Rock flip, got together. Oh, turn it, flip. I got you. We'll be back My in 34 after. Mm. <sighs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. They got together. Wait till you hear what happened. Steve, you're going to be interested in this. And can I ask Tommy that question one more time? <laughs> one more? <laughs> Go ahead. Tommy, speaking what of Dave it, Chappelle and Chris Rock, how much mm-hmm. do you make a year? <laughs> Come on, Nowhere Kat. near they, what they make. Nowhere near that. 175000 Thank you, Kat. We look you pay them, Steve. <laughs> no, but Tommy makes extra money. Oh, you're talking about that. I'm talking about that. All in my pants and stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Shut up, man. Find out <laughs> Why just you how loaded long? my nephew really is. When we come back. I ain't loaded. How much Tommy makes. <laughs> oh, my no. goodness. Tommy make a lot of money? Not the subject. Man, Tommy, Tommy you seen Tommy Instagram? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go, Steve. Chris Rock, we've been talking about this. Chris Rock kicked off his total blackout tour in New Orleans, okay? And here's the thing, to the surprise of the audience, none other than the one and only Dave Chappelle followed the opening act. Uh, Chappelle performed 10 minutes of jokes before uh, Chris Rock took the stage. The best part was that Dave and Chris actually performed together. Wow. Now, it's reported that this was an awesome moment in time that will never be seen because all cell phones were banned from the theater. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) How mad were those people, huh? How mad were they? Dave was like, he was like, tonight you are all part of a social experiment. Stranger things have happened in New Orleans. Then Rock took a a second to poke fun saying, oh, you wish you had your cell phones, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> Tyra That's Banks cold. was there. Uh, she later tweeted, witness comedic history tonight. Um, they were on stage together. She said it was magic. We can only hope it happens again for the world to witness. So that's good to hear. You know, that, that uh, yeah, that, isn't that major? I mean, that's major. That's so Some bad boys yeah. right there, man. Yeah. Legends on stage uh-huh. together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that Dave Chappelle is back. He's back with his Netflix uh, comedy oh, special. You know, he's just... Brilliant. He's coming back. You know, he got a lot of criticism for leaving his show and leaving $50 million on the table. But now he's coming back. You know, how long ago was that? Like 10 years or something? Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. So now he's, he's coming back and he's still making millions. So, you know. Cool. And he's still yeah. going to hurt him. So. Exactly. Yeah. Needed that me time. Yeah. So, so were you done asking your questions to Tommy? Yeah, he was done. Why are you long. asking him that? Yeah, I mean, uh, why well, want you to answer the question, man. How much you make? I don't know. I don't know. Two hundred seventy-five thousand. I just, I just keep hustling. I don't you know. You got that much money? You don't know how much you make? I don't. Three hundred thousand. Well, Junior's just throwing out junior, numbers. Junior, junior, stop. What tax okay. day is coming say soon? What I love you better for you start, to say, Tommy. Yeah, Come speaking on. of taxes, Steve, how you doing? <laughs> uh oh, well, uh oh. <laughs> better you start. Know, I ain't in tax right. trouble, but you know, I know who' about to be though. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. I'm good. Hey, dog, ain't nobody said nothing about you. <laughs> If you throw a rock, throw a rock in, in a pack of dogs. Just answer the <laughs> question. How much you make, man? Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer the damn question. All these Rolls Royces and chains what? and stuff. And then when you start wearing chains at 50. I never tell. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> we've got Sand and Soul What's coming on, up. Dog? We're, we're going to talk you about Sand and Soul me. when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, it's Weekend Confessions with the nephew. Call us up and tell us what you did over the weekend, because what, nephew? Not here to help you, just want to hear what you're going through. 877-29-STEVE. Yes, sir. What, Steve? Weekend Confessions. He ain't trying to help you. I'm not. I'm not. Help. I don't want to be helped. Some people just want to vent. They just want to get it off their chest. Oh, you done had some people ask for some help. Mm-hmm. But they, they shouldn't call in on this segment, though. That's not the time, <laughs> I done said it off the top. I'm not here to help you. So what, what, why would you call in here for help? Yeah. That makes sense. How much money you make? Yeah. Y'all still on that. <laughs> but um, up it. next, we're going to talk about sand and soul. We want you to meet us Tommy, in the Bahamas. Tommy, you make about $3 million a year. Tommy, make what? No, I don't. Don't make no three. Quit worrying about me. Uh. Quit. Quit worrying about me. Call Trump and check on him since that damn bill ain't get paid. Check on your friends, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> sand and soul Before in the Bahamas, Steve. Sand and soul, which we are going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is a three million dollar figure a good figure, Tommy? Tommy, make three me. <laughs> No. Nowhere close. Four? Mm-mm. Four million? Am I the Mm-mm. only one on the show that didn't know Tommy made millions? 
I do not make millions, Junior. Uh, I don't know what he's. That would be no, Junior. That would be a no. Dog, Tommy built a new house. Tommy got married. I can't build a house. Tommy I just, got I mean, I can't I said, build Tommy a house. build a new house. I'm just going over the numbers. You can build a new house when you're rich. You can do that kind of stuff. Tommy I'm not got, rich. Tommy got people who are not horses. rich have built houses as well, brother. Huh? People who are not rich build houses as well. So what you Uh-oh, talking? We down the brother. But see, what Uh-oh. I don't hear you saying is you ain't rich. That ain't what I'm hearing. I'm not rich. I'm saying it to you. I'm not rich. I, I'm, I'm. Well, I am. If it's I'm only in spirit, Shirley, yes, I thank am. Thank you, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. spirit, no, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Uh, so, Tom, why am I always paying for dinner? <laughs> oh, cause he's cheap. Uh. <laughs> Oh, Tommy cheap oh as hell. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. oh he cheap. Dog, 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 dog. Tommy ain't buying you nothing, dog. Tommy buy them girls some dinner. I yes, he does. Yes. But that's Thank you, it. Tommy. I'm pulling my card out at the bar when we go out to eat and drink. Hell, yeah, you're going to pull it out. Mm. I did not know he made three men. No, I do not, Junior. Don't let him fill you with that. He's standing in front of He's standing in front of a pose with a rapper. Oh. I'm whoop your ass. Okay. Got Prada shoes on, Gucci scarves, Louis Vuitton belts. Tommy got two chains. Now you seen the chain? Black diamonds, all this <laughs> Tommy got chains that. on man. All his stuff iced out. All I've been at that. <laughs> man, I'm I'm hurt. Don't Tommy you? house Don't furnished, you? exquisitely furnished. <laughs> I'm talking about exquisite. What does Tommy that mean? Party with minions. Furniture. I can caviar every day. He don't want me to have furniture, yeah. <laughs> Sit on the floor. Furniture in your house. You want to invite me to your house, but I can go on Instagram and find out all about your house. <laughs> really? Cause it's all over there. He finna get a new closet. He getting a new closet? <laughs> Cause he got too many clothes. <laughs> but you said, didn't you well, say last do. week? His wife got a lot of clothes. His stuff fit in a little section. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought you said. <laughs> Don't forget your joke. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Through with me. Y'all good? Can we move on? Thank you. All right. From October 6th through the 9th, ladies and gentlemen, come join us in the luxurious white sands of the Bahamas. Nassau, to be exact. Oh, my goodness. I'm there, Steve. I'm on the island. I can't the wait. The sand is between my toes. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my island. <laughs> I am the host of Sand and Soul. I am your host, Kula. Please. Kula. Welcome. Carla, hey. welcome to the Paradise Island. Well, thank you. What's your name again? Kula? Kula. All right, thank you, Kula. <laughs> Kula stands for the happy one. Oh, well, I'm happy yes. to be here. Junior, how are you today? Hey, Kula, what's happening, man? I'm glad to be here. Everything is good. Miss Shirley, how are you? Wonderful, darling. Hey, Kula, the happy one. Are you all preparing yourself for a wonderful time in the Bahamas, White Sands, Atlantis, Paradise? Yes, oh, what's the yes. date, Kula? Excuse me. What's the date again? October 6th through the 9th, Shirley, to be exact. If you go to sandandsoulfestival.com, it's all there. Okay. It's going nice. to be luxurious. 
Ooh. I myself am bald headed, tall, no facial hair, and I will Ooh. be wearing nothing but cocoa butter. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Glistening man walking in the sand. Wow. Shining. Any women who come alone, Kula will take care of you. Kula. Oh, Bahama Mama drink. I'm hanging with Kula. Yeah. Bahama Mama to drinks mojitos. Mm-hmm. Cosmos. Sand between your toes. Pina <laughs> colata and everything else you can pour down your throat. We're going to be drinking and celebrating life. Woohoo! Sandandsoulfestival.com. It's going to be a wonderful occasion. Salt and uh, pepper will be there. Salt oh, yeah. In Vogue will be there. The entire Woo-hoo. group. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Dougie Fresh, turn up. Dougie. <laughs> Teach me how to dig. Keith Sweat will be there. Oh, I want a Keith Sweat. And of mm. course, comedy. Comedy. Ah, man. Lots of comedy. <laughs> along with the incredible new edition. New edition. What a wonderful weekend of laughter and fun in the sun, laying in the sands, rolling around, (laughs) drinking, (laughs) learning nothing. Sandandsoulfestival.com. This October 6th through the 9th, all the stars will be there. Steve will be there also. I can't wait. How was that for a commercial for you guys? That was great. As in Steve Harvey? Yeah. What is my name? Kula! Kula, the happy one. What does Kula stand for? The happy one. The happy one. The most happy. (laughs) We will see you all soon, including you, rich boy. (laughs) We can get fashions up next. Come out and won't you hang with the poor people. Kula. All right, Kunta Kente. (laughs) We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew, this is your time to shine. It's time for Weekend Confessions. Uh, Call in and tell the nephew what you did over the weekend, because what, nephew? I'm not here to help you. I just want to hear what you're going through. The booth is open, baby. Tommy's Weekend (laughs) Confessions. Let's go. All right, let's go to line four and talk to Gazaway. Gazaway. Yeah, just like that. That's good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning, Gaz. Nephew Tommy, Steve. Shirley, Junior. Mm-hmm. Mo- morning, morning. All right, now check it out. Uh, I've been dating this woman for the last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't love. I ain't even kissed her. Because I wanted, she, she is about substance. I have this friend, or I had this friend, of 25 years. We up, we decide we're going to walk to the park. Out of nowhere, I just out, out the blue, he goes and tells her, "You picked a wrong friend. You should have been with me." I said, "What? Ne- what? Hmm. Okay." So your boy, your your boy did this to you. My boy. Okay. My, my, it, this is the same friend I broke broke bread with at my mama house. Mm-hmm. When he didn't have a ride, I goes and picks him up two hundred miles away. But anyway, uh, we 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 fell out about that. You go your way, I go mine. 
Now, when I say he is a whore, he is horse to his heart. He he mm-hmm. he's he's he slept with my tenant. Uh, uh, tried to sleep with her teenage daughter. Got a baby mama, and another one on the side. Mm-hmm. So now my girl, she decides she going out with her friends. Cool. One of his little side pieces hollers at me. I I ain't know it. Mm-hmm. So she decides she wants to do a little something. I, I oblige her. But now okay, guys. he he. he Finds out and then comes at me sideways. I'm like, man, how am I supposed to know? You know, you now they always tell you, don't tell your left hand what your right hand doing. So, hey, mm-hmm. so the circumstances was it, it is what it is. But then he wants to fight me. Uh oh, here we go, guys. Let's go. He weighs 168, maybe 175, soaking wet. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. 6'1", 255, and I look it. Yo. God. <laughs> yeah. What happened, Gab? I, I tore him a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you want to fight me over a thought? Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's how you start off weekend confession, just like that. Mm-hmm. Just you like see that? that? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you, don't, you don't try to help Gaz what he went through. Gaz hey. let us know what happened. Oh, what well, happened? already end. occurred and all the sleeping is already in. Can't help. Can't help. Mm-mm. Where's he Mm-mm. from? Just listen. Gaz just wants somebody to listen. He's Gaz? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You good? You got See, you got that off your chest. You feel better, don't you? I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you finna going on about your business today. You going to work and going on doing what you got to do, right? Flat is. Now, can I tell you what your friend going to do? Go ahead. Now, now, now I'm going to tell on, you what your on. friend going to do. Wait a minute, Steve. Let's focus on what's really important. What happened with the side piece? We, uh, we still got that? That's important. Uh, <laughs> now, the side piece is, it is what it is. She, when, okay. when my gal found out, she goes to the side piece. The side piece said nothing happened. Hey, we good. That's we good. what I was got ready to say. And how did your girl find out? Because he told it. Because that's what I was fitting to tell you. Your boy going to run and tell it to your girl now. Watch this. And that done already happened. That's all I got ready to say. Thank you. <sighs> Thank you, Gas. <laughs> it's too tight in this booth. It's just too tight in here. Come on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to line eight and talk to Tamilia out of uh, Illinois. Tamilia. Hi, everybody. Tamilia. Hi, how you doing? Oh, say that again. I said my father's name is Tommy, and my parents got creative and named me Tamilia. Tamilia, okay, mm-hmm. okay. What's your confession, babe? Well, I've been dating a man for about three years. Um, we haven't been having sex for about nine months, mm-hmm. and I caught him. I guess messing around a little bit and so I decided to step out and I met the craziest man in Chicago mm. he he has started calling my guy he's damaged my car he's called me 500 times like in one day he's like just crazy as hell but Talker. on the flip side the boyfriend 
I keep catching up with Tiff. Too. The boyfriend. You keep texting the boyfriend night. what? Messing around too. So last night we were at a bar. Well, kind of like a bar. Right. Shut up. I can't hear. And I snapped his phone. And I made him chase me all in the women's bathroom, all around the bar. So I she snatched his phone. Okay, okay, baby, but. So what's she confessing that's the, now? That's the confession. I'm confessing that I turned up. <laughs> oh. I really just wanted to talk to she turned up. <laughs> All right, Tamelia, thank you. Uh, let's go to line and one. Then hey, and, uh, Steve, this ain't even Steve down second. Hey, let's go to line one. Part. Here's one I for you, Tommy. Tommy. Jacob's out of Michigan. I'm Jacobs. just letting it happen. What's up, one. Jacobs? Oh, man, what's going on, fam? Good morning to you. Good morning. How y'all folks doing this morning? Yeah, we good, man. Go ahead. What oh, you confess? Man, man I, I, I could be doing a little bit better. I just got to get this off for me, man. I messed around and uh, tore up my wife's brand-new BMW. Well, it ain't brand-new. It's two years, but, uh, you know, it's still that's still new. Would you consider that? Yeah, man, yeah. Here, 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 listen, you know, we, we got some funny weather, and, you know, and it messed around. It got warm over the weekend. And here, <laughs> you know, when it get warm a little bit, people come out them clothes, man. And I'm driving down the road, and I'm sitting here, and I see someone's looking real good to me, man. I mean, you you ever see a, I'm going to call it a, you, you, folks told me to keep it clean. I'm going to try my best. You ever see a, 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 a onion Walking down the street, or I got to say a backside, and you know the shirt is hanging over, it, and those yeah. two cheeks just going up and down and fighting yeah. like like, like yeah. kittens yeah. on the quilt. Yes, kittens <laughs> on the quilt. Yes, kittens on the. Oh man, that thing was looking good to me, man, and I messed around and took my wife BMW and rear-ended a, a, a Geo track and towed that front end up. But wow, what what you tell her though? What you tell her that happened? Man, I told her I was drinking some coffee and spilled it in my lap. There you go, boy. There you go. Huh? <laughs> he good with that? I, I don't I don't know, man. You know what I mean? But I, I'm going to have to be getting another BMW around here pretty soon. Well, hey, man. Yeah, good. I appreciate you stopping one. by That's the booth. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah. At least you got it off your chest, though. This is Weekend Confessions, man. Thank you, Jacob. See how that work, Uncle Steve? Ain't nobody trying You're to listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, we're in the middle of weekend confessions. Call us 877-29-STEVE and confess to the nephew. Tell him what you did over the weekend because what, Nev? Not here to help you. Just want to hear what you're going through. Be sure. I'm ready. Three to me. Yeah. How much you? Three me. Call us. All right, uh, back to the phones we go. Let's go to Come line on, five and talk to uh, Angela out of California. All right, Angela. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's, what's your confession? So, basically, um, I've been talking to this guy for about four months. Um, he's very wealthy, and he takes pride in that and flaunting whatever he has, whatever. So he's always telling me that I'm slipping up, baby. You slipping up. You need to catch on. All these women are after him, and he's doing this and that. Okay. I'm like, okay, now. Let me so, tell like, you what's time, is this time? Is this time you? 
<laughs> go, go ahead, uh, Angela. Baby. Go, don't don't oh, listen you to them. Go ahead. One of these confessions and caught your ass. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Angela. You know that's not true. Oh Lord, okay. <clears throat> he always told me I'm saying, okay, I'm gonna show you what slick really means. So y'all know how coconut oil is very very solid when it's in a cool state, and then when it gets just yeah. a little warm and melt. Okay. Yeah. So he has uh-huh. a beautiful, and I mean beautiful. Like I'm not, I like cars, but he has a beautiful wooden garage off the side of his house. So I go in there, turn his temperature down about 60 degrees. I bought me four cans of four-pound containers of coconut oil. I'm like, I'm going to show you what slip really means. I go in there, take a cup, every about half, half foot in there. It's solid, you can't tell. By the time I leave, I turn the temperature up just to 72, just enough to make it start melting. The next morning, he go in there on his I said, International XT truck, I believe it's called. He go in there, start it up, no traction. Y'all ever seen an um, a, a expensive truck driving to an original customized 8,000-mile TPO? Oh, he was very mad, very mad, and I was so proud of myself since I thought about that idea. And you did this because of what? Because he's just very egotistical, always down to me, talking about something. You need to step your game up and do this. First of all, I ain't actually talking to me. I ain't asked you to approach me, none of that. So we don't need to come at me in any kind of disrespectful way. So I'm going to show you what disrespect really is. Disrespect. Now, is that, is that still your man? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Gone. Gone no. by the wayside. Him and his toupee gone. He's fucking a toupee. Steve. That's not Tommy. That's not Tommy. She said the toupee is gone. And Tommy oh, doesn't wear a rocket uh, uh, She slow down? Now, Shirley. See, you got to look at oh. everything else, though. Bragging about what he got. Uh-huh. I ain't bragging. You know, expensive cars. Uh-huh. Wooden garage. The toupee could have been a disguise. <laughs> <laughs> you do know he got it. He's extending. What, what, what you know, kind you of heard toupee? about this extension at the Chateau, ain't you? Yes, yes, yes. This boy yes, living yes. a different life. I, I mean, no. Oh, because he is a lot of different people. And you know that he was very quiet day. while this girl was talking. I'm <laughs> listening. I was trying to get all the information. Oh, we got it all. <laughs> but you not only and, and, didn't want to help her, you didn't want to hear no more either. And you concluded that she talking about me. That's it? Rich guy in a disguise, Tommy. Who else could it be? I mean, really. Oh, exactly. And now she didn't win. Just rich boy on this show. I didn't even mm. know how much. Three mm. million. Mm. <laughs> we'll keep be on. Back. I'm gonna put coconut oil in both of y'all's garages if you oh, keep on. Oh, so you know it is coconut <laughs> oil. So it is. You're listening to Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. We back. We back to these back-to-back jams. Come on, cat. Let's get it. We come back 48 minutes after the hour, y'all. We got time for just one more thing. We doing it. Do You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, this is our last break on this Monday. When we come back, uh, tell me, I think we have one more call uh, for okay. Weekend confession. Someone just said they'd hold on because they had to get this off their oh, chest. Oh, surely. Everybody want to uh, get it off their chest. You're here they know for the it. booth You're is open. Uh-huh. They know the You're nephew here. here. Mm-hmm. Not here to right. help you. Just want to hear what you going through. Hold tight, baby. I'll be there in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, let, can I tell y'all something before you get started with go this ahead, radio show? Go you ahead. know, God is good. Good to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right when I think I'm all out, uh-huh. I'm ammo. empty. Mm-hmm. He filleth my cup uh-huh. until Amen. it runneth over. Yes, he did. Oh, I just had an interesting off-air conversation mm-hmm. with the new queen of the uh, morning show. <laughs> we call her Queen Jackie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she new queen on the show. Queen Jackie. I was just talking to Jackie. Just compliment her. Told her about the house. You know, they got a pretty house. You know, Tommy the built and everything for the family. Mm-hmm. You know, he good, man. He good daddy. Um, oh, yeah. Jackie I give him is. credit, dude. Uh-huh. Now, he's becoming a good husband, you know, but I just learned it's that uh, wife. she told me. Wifey, yeah. And mm-hmm. just surprised me. I just didn't know where they come from. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tommy got his, Tommy got two matching chairs that's his at the house. That's mm-hmm. his? Yeah, see, I got it's, one uh, chair. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tommy got a matching set of chairs that's just his. <laughs> Wingbacks. God. But they slammed it. Oh, man. Boy, this boy rich. Because <laughs> he got wingback chairs. That is what. Let's go to the phone. Shirley, get him off of me, please. Let's go to the phone. Yeah. Have you ever heard a man say he got two chairs matching chairs? Well, I mean, to that I can say. I was with no, her but... when I seen them. Jay. Yeah, but we saw them together. Absolutely. Who saw them together? I saw them because I wanted them too. They were so beautiful. <laughs> How many years ago was that, Shirley? About eight years oh, ago. Oh man, about eight years ago. Yep. But They're pretty chairs. Get them. Why, Shirley? Well, I don't know. Because they know. was too what? Yeah, Shirley? they were expensive. Yeah, they huh? were expensive. <laughs> they were expensive. Mm, they were. We yeah, but who got them though? <laughs> but it took eight years. I just need y'all to say it. They're in his living room. Okay, they're in the nephew's living Come room. Come on, rich boy. I didn't know that. At the chateau. We gotta help some people. It's yeah. time for a confession. No one you one can't more. help nobody. All your money in furniture. <laughs> we gotta go to one more weekend confession call. Let's go to line five, cat, and talk to Tony out of Florida. Tony. What's up, Tony? Wake up, Tony. Oh, I'm awake. Talk to me. I'm awake. Oh, okay. okay, talk to me. What's the confession this morning, man? All right, man. The confession is uh, this weekend. Um, I, I set my brother up with, you know, I, 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 I set up a date for my brother to go out with another woman. Okay. <laughs> the thing is that, you know, my brother, he, he, he he's engaged now, but he just, you know, he just jumped into this engagement. He just got out of a marriage for 14 years. You know, he need to throw his royal oats a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, he ain't he, he ain't been right since he's been in this relationship. You know, he, mm-hmm. he cheating on her now, so you might as well go ahead and, you know, see what's out there before you actually tie yourself down again. That's right. That's true. Come on. Okay. So you hooked him up with yeah. a date. Yeah, I hooked him up with a date. You know, I didn't do it just him. It's not just gonna be him and her. You know, it's you know, it's my my partner. You know, my son's godfather. He dating a lady down here. She got a sister. You know, she she looks nice and she got her stuff together. You know, see what else out there. You know, you you, you just relocated to a new city. 
you know, you ain't really been with this woman this long. You always telling me about all the stuff that's going wrong with her. I don't want to hear your problems. You're going to tell me about your problems. I'm going to give you a try to give you a solution. <laughs> that's what so, men do. So, don't so you don't really care too much. That's how men you don't, do. You don't care uh-huh. too much for the fiance, huh? Yeah. Well, well you know, the, the fiance, well, I, I ain't never liked her. I ain't like his last wife neither, but... He done made a couple bad picks to you. <laughs> you know, he, the killer is he, he'll have good women around, and he'll pick the mm-hmm. wrong one. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, his eyes, he, he, he don't never need to go to Vegas. He don't never need to shoot crabs, bet, gamble, nothing like that, because his eyes are terrible. Okay. <laughs> he had so, he had nine good women out of ten, and he'll pick that one wrong one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the so the one you hooked him up with, you think she cool? Oh, the one he hooked him up with, she, she cool. The, the killer is like it ain't just me who don't like these women. Don't nobody like her. Ain't nobody in the family like her. My mama uh-huh. didn't like her. My sister didn't like her. My wife the dog didn't, like, didn't her. like her. You know, the, the dog didn't like her. The dog <laughs> ran away twice. <laughs> so let me ask you this: so, so does does he like the girl he went out on the date with? They ain't going out yet. They going out this week. We all going to go okay. out like a little group thing so, you know, he can meet her. You know, and, and I guess, you know, my confession is that it's wrong because, you know, I made a group thing. And I even invited the fiance to come out so that way I can introduce them together in front of his face. So, hey, you met her too. You see what you, you, you see what's out here in front of your face? But, you know what I'm saying? Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Take them away. You're going all the way in, dog. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Dog, don't do that. Just have him go out with her by herself. Tell them Steve Harvey said, take a strong look. Don't do this again. Get the wrong one. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 